So welcome everybody to another exciting edition of our podcast. We have an episode here fully dedicated to an exciting activity we did this year with students. It was titled the Sarah Lynn case study. In brief, it was a breast cancer case study that students all were able to contribute to. We had a bunch of different students contribute. We had mostly second year students from, uh, excuse me, six of the disciplines and from one discipline, a third year collection of students. So we're excited to have today with us on today's podcast, a teacher and two students that participated in this activity this semester. And so what we will do with you in the next 15 to 20 minutes is hear from them, hear how the activity went, get a little bit more information about what the activity is all about and sort of get an idea of the impact of the, of the activity and share potentially things that we can do in next year's version. So my name is Tim. Welcome to this podcast. We're very excited. I Get into our introductions. So Danny, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure thing. Hi, everybody. My name is uh, Danny, Danny Vescio. I am, um, I am uh, a teacher in the Biomed Lab program at Dawson College. And um, I am uh, currently in my eighth year of teaching um, in that program. So uh, thank you for having me, Tim. Thank you, Danny. Audrey. Hi, I'm Audrey. I'm a second year student in social service technical program. And I'm really happy to be on the podcast. Uh, and hi, my name is Eden. Yeah. Wait, okay. My yep. name is Eden and I'm from the radiation oncology program. And I'm a second year student as well. Beautiful. Um, so welcome to the podcast. We're quite excited. Uh, we're going to dive into this. So I'm going to ask to the students, we'll get Audrey's answer first, and then we'll hear from Eden. Uh, can you walk us through the breast cancer case activity? So in your words, walk the listeners through what you had to do as a student. And so kind of get from the moment that you heard about it all the way to uh, what you had to produce and then the final sort of phase of the activity. Uh, we'll hear from Audrey first. Go ahead. Okay. So first of all, we had a little activity to do where we were kind of testing our prior knowledge about uh, interprofessional like stuff. So we had asked what we thought the profession order was for a, someone who had breast cancer. So which discipline they would see in which order. And then after we would watch the video of the Seroline case study where um, the person was basically explaining their experience and in which order they saw all of the professionals. After that, we had to produce a video. So we talked about it in class, in our social service class, to show what our profession would do in relation to this case study. So for us, it was where social services would intervene in a breast cancer journey. So we discussed about it, uh, talked in class about what elements we wanted to include. We had some three key elements that we had to include. We divided in teams, recorded um, our videos, and then presented them in class, had feedbacks with our colleagues. After the video, we had to upload them to, so from every discipline were kind of spread in different Moodle pages, and we uploaded our video there. And then we had to watch one video of each discipline to understand what others can do in the same case, for the same case study. 
And uh, I know for social services in my class, we want to talk about it in group uh, towards the end of the semester. So probably next week. We have a crossword. So I mentioned that we had three um, put in the video. So it was the same for all the disciplines. So at the end, there's a crossword where we need to put all the words from every discipline to show a better understanding of what each of them do. Great summary. Follow-up question is, how did it go? Being a student involved in the process it seems like a semester-long sort of system. Um, how did it go? How did it feel contributing to it? And uh, did everything kind of go smoothly for you? It was really interesting. Um, it was the first time that I had to do a project of this uh, type. So it was kind of overwhelming in the beginning because I didn't really know how we would do it because our counseling sessions are usually an hour and we see the client multiple times. So now having to do a video to demonstrate everything that we can do in about five minutes, it was really hard to go to the core of what we want other professions to know about social services. So that was really interesting to reflect on what's the core importance of our profession. I really liked that um, introspection. The videos were really fun to uh, film because I was with friends and we were doing what we like to do. And seeing the other professions as well it was really interesting to get to know about what others can do and to gain the knowledge that will probably be useful later on in the field. Great. Good summary. I like. I really like that idea of introspection. I think that's a really neat takeaway that wasn't necessarily an overall goal of the activity, but I like that. Uh, I like that as a key takeaway. And then your turn. Let's walk us through. I'm assuming it's very similar. That was the hope, obviously, that it was a similar process. So maybe instead of going through step by step, was there anything that differed from what Audrey explained in your course? Because we did give some flexibility to teachers to integrate the activity. So is there anything different? And if not, you can dive into the next step, which is sort of how did it go? How did it feel being a student involved in the activity? Uh, so yeah, it was for the most part, it was very similar. Um, we only had one group do it in our program. I don't know if that was for everyone else. So we didn't really get to present it to the class or anything, but we also watched everyone's videos, obviously. Uh, I mean, for our program, we use a lot of expensive machines, so we couldn't really show all the machines, unfortunately, because we're not in the hospital setting and it would be complicated to coordinate all of that. So we had to just use words for the most part, other than the CT scanner. But for the, it, it was really fun because we were all, all with friends and a program and everything. So we enjoyed it. We were just a bit stressed with the video editing, but one of the <laughs> girls in our group knew how to edit videos perfectly. So it worked out well. I suppose even leaning on each other for tech stuff is a, a good example of interprofessional collaboration, <laughs> uh, even as a student. So that's a great example. Um, walk us through watching the videos. I guess that's a neat thing that uh, Audrey talked about. What was the impact there, watching videos of other disciplines? Eden. Sorry, I lost connection. What was that? I was just asking you about watching videos of the other disciplines. Walk us through that. How was that? 
it was really interesting to learn because I have friends in quite a few of the programs. Right. Uh, but it was, I don't really talk to them in depth about all their programs and what their day-to-day is. So it was really interesting to get to know exactly where everyone falls in, uh, in the journey of the patient. Because I hope none of us will ever have to go through that journey. Right. Uh, but it was interesting to see all these terms and everything that I wouldn't have known. And all the import, like the importance of every group in it. Normally when I think of cancer, I don't really think of so many different uh, professional pro- professional group, but mm-hmm. this video really helped put things in perspective. Yeah, I think there's a combination. I, I do feel um, proud created the the Sarah Lynn video where we described the patient and the journey the patient went through. Audrey, you referenced it before, um, so I think that's a, a great video in and in and of itself. But I think the other videos, the hope was that you were able to get a better understanding of the other disciplines and what the other disciplines do directly from the students. And so I think that that to me, from what you both have said, if I can put words in your mouth, it seems like that was a, an additional takeaway that made you realize that, hey, there's other steps involved in this patient's journey that isn't just mine. And now I've been able to see a little bit more, not just here, but also see a little bit more about what they do. Even though I may not understand fully what a CT scan is or a mammogram, uh, or something like that, I'll be able to, you know, identify with that. That is a process that this patient will go go through, in order for me and us as a team to help them uh, through their journey. So, great comments so far. I'm going to switch over to Danny here to hear from a teacher's perspective uh, on the activity. So, from your perspective, Danny, walk the listeners through in a similar way uh, an overview of the case uh, of the assignment. Uh, was it easy to integrate into your course? Was it a bit more challenging? Um, did it give you enough flexibility and was there anything different that you added given your discipline uh, to make sure that the assignment and this, the whole activity kind of was able to, to happen? So go ahead, Danny. Yeah, so um, I think uh, overall it went really, really well. As a teacher, I was, um, I was, uh, I was super happy to be involved in this, uh, largely because... Um, largely because of my background. I think what connected me to this uh, case study started with um, uh, my background. Uh, the majority of my career has not been as a teacher. Like I said, uh, I, I'm in my eighth year of teaching. Before that, um, I spent uh, the better part of 20, maybe 22 years, the last 10 of which as a manager at the MUHC Clinical Labs. And uh, it was there that I really had the chance to work with many types of professionals during that time. And um, all of those professionals had uh, kind of different expectations of our service, different ideas about what labs were all about. Some took an interest in what we do, others not so much, and kind of had blind expectations without knowing how we really function as a professional group, as a discipline. And uh, the fact is, is our job is largely unknown to the outside world. And so that lack of knowledge among various professional disciplines sometimes created animosity uh, strained working relationships, and uh, we were each kind of operating within the, within, within the confines of our own paradigms, our own ways of thinking, often without regard to the impact that would have on patient care on how we work together. So when I when I came to Dawson uh, with that particular experience, uh, it was clear that one of the courses best suited to that experience was called Professional Practice in Healthcare, which is basically a third year course in our program 
uh, intended to take students beyond the realm of the technical of the first two years. So students get to work on their soft skills, learn about various critical components that go into running a lab that go beyond just sample analysis. And one of those aspects was the idea of interprofessional collaboration. Okay, so students learn the importance of fostering good working relationships with other types of professionals, and they start to see how that collaboration can contribute to not only maybe a healthy work, work environment, but better patient outcomes. And it was an opportunity for students to develop some empathy for how the other side, so to speak, works. Um, and the premise is that if we can get into the habit of trying to understand other perspectives now, before going into the workforce, we can effectively move toward replacing some of the tensions currently in the workplace with a little more openness. So historically in my course, this was achieved by getting students to discuss various case studies. So when this project came up, it seemed to be a perfect fit for what was already being discussed in my course. Uh, so I jumped on and I found it went super, super, super well. Uh, it was a perfect addition uh, to what we were already discussing. Uh, but I found that uh, the Saralin case added a more realistic, a more genuine element to the whole notion of what it means to work together. Um, Biomed lab students don't have nearly as much patient contact as most other disciplines. So I found that this case study was a much more powerful way to convey a critical reminder to our students uh, that even though we don't work directly with the patient, everything we do ultimately impacts the patient. So much more powerful than simply going over case studies on paper. And I think that message was well received by students. So overall, really, really well, really good uh, for the students to see what other professions are all about more in a day-to-day -day kind of context rather than just paper case studies. Um, so I think students really appreciated it and they really took home uh, that message. Sounds like it was a hit. I do uh, love everything you said, the powerful way and a critical reminder. These are some key words that I teased out from your comments there. I feel like um, it, it sounds like it was super useful and super well integrated into your course, which I know wasn't a goal of the whole activity. Um, but the, the spice, I suppose, of, of them learning from each other talks to your first point of demystifying sort of the, the barriers between us. What do you, do you, you agree with that? Absolutely. Um, and um, uh, our, our, I think not just, not just uh, students in our discipline, uh, but I think across, across the board, um, uh, in the workplace, we don't have a full appreciation for what we each do. Um, and I've gone I, and I've been in situations whereby, um, like I mentioned, some disciplines just have blind expectations about what the lab should be delivering in terms of uh, services and turnaround times and how quickly we should be reporting results. And uh, sometimes expectations are unreasonable. And I find until we demystify what it is we do as a discipline, and I think this goes the same for any discipline, um, we'll continue to have these unreasonable expectations of, of each other. We'll continue to place these strains um, on our working relationships. So I think uh, exercises like this case studies like this serve to really, really demystify what it is we each do so that we can better work together. Lovely put. Um, flipping back to the students here, Audrey, and, uh, and then hearing Danny mention all this sort of stuff, I want your perspective. Uh, we'll come back to the Sarah Lynn thing in a second, but I want your perspective on all this. Like your students in your second year, you're trying to navigate how to become a, 
a discipline-specific technologist, and yet here are some teachers saying, well, you also have to worry about all these other things. So how does it land for you now in your second year? Uh, and, you know, be critical of it. If you think it's not important, that's something we want to hear. If you think it is important, obviously, that's something we want to hear as well. So, um, Audrey, uh, we'll go to you first. What do you, what do you take on all this stuff that Danny's saying? Does it sound like, oh, my gosh, it's too overwhelming? Or, no, no, I'm totally bought in. Like, where do you stand on that sort of spectrum? Um, before King Danny was talking, is that I'm really glad that social service was uh, um, included with other medical disciplines because fight that we have in our field that we're not recognized as a medical profession, although we are a medical medical profession as social service workers. So I was glad that this was included. And also the way the video was made, the client was seen as a person with um, struggles like sleeping or the struggle with the family that from um, personal life having like reached out for medical care, I feel like sometimes clients are seen as numbers or issues. And it's something in social service we try to bring um, in our intervention. And I bring to other professions to see uh, clients as people and not problems. But um, I think it's really important to know other disciplines because it's a kind of safety net as well as a professional. Because one of my personal fear when I'm with a client is to not be able to meet one of their needs. So if the client needs something and I can't, to know that there are other professions that I can refer them to, that they're more, they have more tools to deal with these types of issues is really reassuring for me. Beautifully said. I think uh, I completely agree. And I feel like I can't help but weigh in slightly on the goal of some of these things, including this Theralyn activity. You know, we obviously have learning objectives and so on, but some of the side goals include making sure that people understand the person behind. We often use the word diagnosis, which I know isn't necessarily covers everyone, but the person behind the patient or the person behind the client. And so the fact that you said that, I think is something I'll take back to the team and mention, because I think that was one of the, or I know that that was one of the, the additional goals uh, tied to the whole activity. So that's very well said. And then your turn to uh, share in a little bit on the whole concept of learning together and the idea of interprofessional education in your second year, do you see the value or do you find it you know, overwhelming? Where do you stand so far on all of this? I definitely see the value in it. Obviously it's hard and we have to make the effort in order to understand it. But when you're, I assume everyone already had a stage at this point, but in stage, you just hear some things, uh, oh, why are they not answering their phones or where is this team we're trying to, you know, and we, we all have to work together in order to give the patient the best care because as just one uh, program, we wouldn't be able to know everything. It would be really hard. So it's nice to have other people that you can rely on and not just, I do, there was something about, uh, Danny said something about animosity and in stash I did hear a bit of, uh, there was a bit of tension between some different programs so it, I do think this is a very beneficial activity and I think it should be more impl implement, sorry, implemented more 
uh, throughout the year and for the Lovely. future programs. Lovely. Um, so we're going to get into our last set of questions here. Um, and I'm going to ask you to try and summarize the whole Sarah Lynn activity for you. Uh, we'll get the students' answers first. So Audrey, I'll start with you. Um, so the question is, and then Aiden, you'll be next. Uh, what was the main key takeaway from all of this? And if you happen to have said it already at some point in the podcast, feel free to repeat it in a nice uh, sentence or two here. What was the, the key takeaway from this whole activity for you? Audrey, go oh, ahead. Um, well, just to bounce off to what you were saying before, that we would like it to be longer. I think as a student, we're proud of the program that we chose in CEGEP. And we want people to know it. There's a pride of in what we're doing. So I think that's where the motivation comes from. But for the main takeaway, um, I think it's been mentioned before, but it's the amount of professional that are involved in one uh, person's journey. It's, it can be overwhelming for the person, but it's also a lot of support and communication between all these people is crucial if we want to have a coherent service so yeah that would be my main takeaway that there are more people involved than what you think Eden what about you I would say just the amount of teamwork we all have to put in for in order for one patient to go from the beginning of her journey until the end is really nice to watch because usually we just see what uh, on a day-to-day basis our patient and we try to provide them the best care the best so it's just nice to see everything all lined up in chronological order and the amount of effort that goes into each patient awesome and Danny for you the conclusion would be you know what do you think uh, for the students here and all the ones that are listening and so on based on your experience is a good takeaway about IPE you know a bigger sort of picture outside of the Sarah Lane in particular Big sort of yeah. picture of IPE. What do you share? Yeah. With that? yeah, that's 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 an important question, and it and and my answer will kind of bounce off what Audrey and Eden said, but um, that we're we're all really a small part of a much bigger picture. So, make no mistake, our individual technical specialties are no doubt um, essential to caring for patients, but no single specialty is more important than another. Um, I think that's really key. I think interprofessional education gives us the opportunity, like you said, to learn about each other and collaborate. And most importantly, to develop the respect for each other now, early on, when the stakes are low, so that we can be better equipped to work um, harmoniously, if you will, together when the stakes are actually high. So we heard Sarah Lynn actually say it in her video, if my memory serves me right, describing in her journey. Uh, describing her journey that she felt more confident in the care that she was receiving uh, when the teams caring for her worked well together. So the key lesson for me, in my opinion, uh, big picture is that we can, we can only really get there if we're willing to take the time to learn about each other sooner rather than later. I love it. It kind of leans a little bit. I'll make a concluding mark, a remark here about this whole concept of interdependence and independence, it's important for us to work independently. It's important for us to have our own discipline-specific skills. But the idea here is we also need to work interdependently and that we are part of a bigger picture. And so uh, I think you tied that nicely well, Danny, with a nice big bow at the end here. So 
Uh, I'd like to thank the three of you for joining us today. It's a quite an interesting uh, podcast. We dedicated it specifically to this breast cancer activity that we launched this year, but also we expanded out into some IP-related things. So thank you all for coming. I appreciate it, and we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Kim, for having us. Thank you for hosting. Thank, thank you. Thank you.